You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? What up? What up? Real Coach JB here, man. Another slapdick podcast coming at you. Got a uh, <clears throat> lot to talk about, man. Title of the show, man, The Truth Hurts Everyone. That's real shit. The truth hurts everyone, and I hope you guys can understand that. I'm going to get into why uh, that is. But um, quote of the day, man. He who dreads hostility is unfit to rule. He who dreads hostility is unfucking fit to rule. Why is everybody so quick? To fucking call Deshaun Watson and feel like he's just the biggest sad sob story ever because they didn't fucking hire the coach he wanted. Another motherfucker didn't get his way. <sighs> he who dreads hostility is unfit to rule. I wish all of I wish motherfuckers could just pick what job they wanted because they were unhappy that they boss yelled at them. Like, get the fuck over this shit, man. Anyway, I'm gonna get into this show, and uh, we're gonna talk about it, man, in a uh, in a very fucking civil manner. Okay, just so we're clear. Um, but uh, I just find that shit to be hilarious. Stephen A. Smith and all these motherfuckers, man, are just so quick to. Trade him for Daniel Jones. Trade him for the... So, you know, Daniel Jones had a worse fucking team and won more games. Let's just be real. Nobody talking about that shit, though. Everybody turns it to a black and white thing. Cats can't handle the truth. So, the truth hurts. The name of this show. And... Cats really can't handle the truth, man. It's unfucking believable They don't want to hear the truth. It hurts them. Anyway, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The Super Bowl is around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet of any sort on any sports going on, BetOnline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. And listen, man, I took my daughter to Vegas over the weekend. I lost about 500 bucks. Hey, man, it is what it is. I was comped to go. Um, we had a great food spot, X-Pot. They took care of us on a reconnection dinner. Everything was fronted, and I appreciate everybody involved, and uh, it was a great time, man. Um, so, you know, when you play with house money, it's easier to lose. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, from game spreads and totals to team players and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. Well, that's what I lost on Blackjack. So you can play Blackjack on Bet Online. It's pretty fun. Uh, so head to betonline.ag today. Take full advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Listen, man, the title of the show is The Truth Hurts. Quote of the day, he dreads hostility. He who dreads hostility is unfit to rule. That's what it is. And this is all going to tie in here. Colin Cowherd calls out Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, a good friend, man, good dude. Uh, you know, Cowherd calls him out 
because he says he wasn't a journalist and you know Aaron Rodgers only comes on his show because he can really just chill and be himself and he doesn't get called out and he doesn't get asked hard questions by Pat so Pat's not a real journalist well Pat said you know what Pat's a great dude much better human being than me and he you know he basically just paid homage paid respect to Colin Cowherd you know he's a he's a he's a big figurehead in this profession and in, and in the radio world and the TV world now. And, you know, he, uh, he was a great dude, man. Pat McAfee is like for, for how he handled the whole situation. He's like, you know what? I'm not, a, I'm not a journalist. I don't try to be, I don't claim to be. I'm glad I'm not. And truth of the matter is him with Aaron Rodgers is great. Real shit. That motherfuckers want to see. Cats don't want to see Aaron Rodgers talking to Colin Cowherd about why he lost to Tampa Bay and how why he didn't run and why he couldn't do what Patrick Mahomes does and throw across his body and da 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 da. Because Colin Cowherd don't even ask the real questions that people want to hear. People want to hear him and Pat McAfee talking because that's real football. Um. And it's real life, and that's what Pat McAfee does. And he's unconventional, and he's real. Similar to me, he's going to get hated on because he's unconventional, and he's a threat to mainstream media and mainstream media, and that's kind of what I posted on Twitter today. And um, it's unfortunate, you know, because haters hate, jealous ones envy. Colin Cowherd is threatened by Pat McAfee and his unconventional methods, and that's the fucking truth. And... He don't want to compete with another rough around the edge guy who cusses on YouTube and and jumps in lakes with fucking jean shorts on. You know what I'm saying? It's a cat that's unconventional and does it his way and has made a great name for himself doing it his way. And 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 Colin Cowherd comes up for um a guy who had to kiss ass, suck dicks, and everything else because he wasn't Pat McAfee. He couldn't play professional sports and he couldn't do what people like us do. No knock on him, but he came up a way that we don't really look at like, uh, you're not really a fucking blue collar worker to us. You're a white collar motherfucker. Who's, who's a guy who's educated and all this type of old shit, you know, no knock on education. I got three master's degrees. So, don't say I'm knocking education. <laughs> I got degrees too. But I'm also a real motherfucker that can understand and real recognizes real. Colin Coward is a mark-ass bitch for coming out saying what he said. That's just real. Because there's no reason to knock another man's hustle. Just because you ain't doing it your fucking way and Pat McAfee ain't doing it the way that you think is supposed to be all cut and dried don't mean that that shit's the wrong way. There's many ways, many methods, madnesses, and, and people hate on people that just don't do it the way they want it done, which is a fucking joke to me. It's sad that people have to live their life that way, but it is what it is. Shout out to Pat, and uh, does a great job, man, and uh, he's a good dude, man, and a good character dude, and you know, real recognize real. Character counts, you can, t- you can tell that shit, and... Uh, I'd rather watch Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers than basically anybody in Aaron Rodgers talk. Aaron Rodgers, a Cali Juco guy, um, you know, 
Tom Brady, a California quarterback. You know, we got Allen's a California Juco guy. Three of the four QBs are California dudes that played last weekend. And, uh, you know, hey, Patrick Mahomes will play fucking Tom Brady, and they'll do it again. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Tampa's playing better D. Tampa's playing on O a little better. If they get Ronald Jones back, I think they have a better shot. Um, but, you know, Colin Coward, nobody gives a fuck why Aaron Rodgers couldn't throw across his body like Patrick Mahomes. You know why? Because the defense would have been spaced the fuck out against Kansas City because they had a guy named Kelsey Hill, fucking a thousand other motherfuckers that had to take defensive people and have to place them in different ways. Guess who Green Bay has? Fucking Devontae Adams, one dude, and a hurt Aaron Jones. But people don't ask that shit. They want to know, why did run? Shut the fuck up. Now, we've already told, I've already told you that there is the it factor in this thing, and there's levels to it. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes are on the top of the it factor pyramid, so to speak. I think Aaron Rodgers is a step below. I do believe he has that it factor at a high level. I do believe he is, skill set-wise, probably the best that have ever done it. But... Tony Romo, in my opinion, is a top 10 skill set guy that ever played the position. He didn't have the it factor. He couldn't win a game in the playoffs. He couldn't do what these other guys do with less skill set. But he didn't have the intangible it factor. And you know, I define the it factor by calling it a... An executive presence is what JB calls it. That's the guy that gets to fuck the prom queen. The guy that goes fucking gets picked first in the three-on-three hoop game in the park in the hood. He's the guy that steals your girl at the fucking prom. That's the guy with that it factor. The guys that in the locker room crowd around. Now, that guy with the it factor, unfortunately, can make a right at the stop sign. He can make a left and dudes will follow him. So... Hopefully, there's there's guys that take it and, and, and do it the right way and make that right at the stop sign and not make a left. You know, Malik Henry had the it factor. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, you also have to make a right at the stop sign on occasion and not always make a left. And you got to get the rest of the guys to buy in, too. Because, you know, split team and divided teams don't really do really well in the long run. Team, together, everyone achieves more. So, look, man. I just want to give a shout-out to Pat. Keep, keep keep doing what you do. Haters hate because there's jealous ones envy out there, man. Um, Stephen A. Smith says Deshaun Watson should be traded to the Jets right away. You know, that's this is why some of these people aren't fucking GMs. Because they have not a clue. This motherfucker's on ESPN today just rattling out shit. The Jets should give him a first round, a second round, a third round, and I would even give him a fourth first round pick. Like, shut the fuck up. You're going to give up four first-round picks and Sam Darnold. That's what Stephen A. said. Sam Darnold, in my opinion, can be an elite quarterback in the NFL. Why is nobody talking about Sam Darnold having a shittiest fucking team and roster and ownership in the NFL? Why is nobody talking about his pass pro being the fucking oblivious with no run game to help support that? And therefore, you can't throw play pass, and you have no receivers to throw the fucking football to. 
and the defense is atrocious, and he's all of a sudden horrible. Just so everybody knows out there, Daniel Jones is a fucking elite dude. He's going to be real good. Watch. I believe he won more games than Deshaun Watson on a shittier team, in my opinion. With no Saquon Barkley, with no fucking receivers, with absolutely nothing, their defense got better as the year went along, and now he's supposed to be trade everything for him. Get, give him up, trade him straight up, give him three picks. Why is nobody talking about Sam Bradford for Deshaun Watson? Both want out, both want new starts, and Deshaun Watson in Detroit in a dome? I like it. Nobody's talking about that. Miami. Miami should give up this, 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 and this, and this. And everybody's talking about, well, it's because there's a black head coach there, black GM, da-da-da-da-da. Listen, I understand there's lack of brothers in coaching profession. There's lack of brothers in ownership and, and GMs. But I've already talked to you guys about that on several occasions. Go get some black owners. Then they'll get black GMs. Then you'll have more black coaches. Until then, be part of the fucking solution, not the problem. Quit bitching and moaning. I get it. Trust me. We fucking brothers have been fucked for how long? Trust me. White privilege don't exist for me for a certain reason, right? I defend brothers and sisters. I've done it my whole life. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That's just what it is. But at the same time, stop feeling sorry, sucking your teeth, and fucking just thinking this is an instant gratification fucking life and it's enabled and everyone should just help me do this. He who dreads hostility is unfit to rule. We didn't have options back in the day. We stuck it out and played, had to do it. Deshaun Watson can't handle the hostility, but you want him to take a new organization and lead that shit because he didn't get his way. James Harden didn't get his way. He dread hostility, but he's unfit to rule. Why has he never won? Deshaun Watson, I think, is a great quarterback. I do. I think he's great. I don't believe he's elite. I don't believe he's top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he had great stats, one of the best percentages, completions in this, uh, ever, and da-da-da-da-da. They're down 30 every game. They throw the football 45, 50 times a game. Cam Newton's first season as a rookie, he had like six 400-yard passing games. Did you, you guys know that? He's a less than a 50% pass completer in the rest of his career. Just because you can throw the football over the fucking park. Jordan shot 35 times a game. He's the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. There is a thing. It's called the numbers game, right? I don't, I'm not knocking Deshaun. I think he's a great human. I know every, from stuff I know about him, people I know coached him. He's great. He gives back to community. He does all these things. No knock. I'm not, that's not what we're talking about, though. Why do people go straight to that? Before you start talking about Deshaun Watson and why he wants out, listen to this. He gave $4,500 food to charity. He gave $10,000. Man, who cares? Great for him. I love him for doing that. It goes untalked about. It goes unnoticed. I get it. But it has nothing to do with him being unfit to rule because he's not. A, he's, he wants out like the rest of these soft and able cats. Nobody has no nuts to hang in there. Now, listen, I'm going to take heat for saying all this because guess what? 
Houston organization is horrible. I get it. I understand it. But so is the Jets, the Giants, Jacksonville, Detroit. Why aren't we talking about those situations the same way? It's a white and black thing again. Deshaun Watson didn't get Eric Bieniemy. There's a reason Eric Bieniemy's not a head coach. And it ain't just black and white. Trust me. I grew up with the dude. I know what the fuck's the real deal. There's a reason. And Andy Reid knows the reason, and he knows he's not ready to let him go, and he wants to continue to help him grow. Eric Bieniemy is a fucking dude. He's a hell of a recruiter. He's a hell of a manager. He can fucking... He, he can coach his ass off. He's cerebral as fuck. He's smart. He's got an edge. He has everything. But it's not time yet. Houston is a horrible situation. And I'm sure Bienemy said, fuck that. Or he's glad that they didn't take him. One of the two. O'Brien got out of there, too, for a reason. I'm sure more of the shit now you see is probably wasn't his fault, half the shit that we all blamed him for. Shit rolls downhill, fellas. Cream rises to the top. It starts at ownership level, and it goes down from there. Houston hired a 65-year-old brother today, or yesterday, and to me, it's a slap into Sean Watson's face. And he should be pissed and asked for a trade like he did. My point is, though, we didn't have options like this. We didn't get to bitch and moan. And it's so, it's so easy to bitch and moan nowadays and demand a trade and get it. We're back in the day. It was like, fuck you. Sit out. You're not getting paid either. Nowadays, it's so soft and it's so many people involved. And it's so fucking enabled. And that's just what irks me. But... You know, it's not fair to Daniel Jones, Sam Bradford, Sam Darnold, um, all these other dudes either. They're on shittier teams than you are at Houston. Let's see what they do with good team, uh, around good organizations. It ain't just black and white. Daniel Jones a baller. Sam Darnold can be a baller. But we'll see. Um but Stephen A. Smith, oh, so quick to trade up the fucking whole house for the guy and, and put your team, put your organization that's already shitty back another fucking 10 years with horrible fucking picks. And they hired this dude uh, in Houston. You know, he's 65. How fucking long is he going to coach? How much of a slap in the face is that to a young 25-year-old quarterback who's the future of your pro organization tells you, why don't you keep Romeo Cornell? You could have kept Romeo Cornell. Like, it's unbelievable how bad Houston's organization is. But I don't feel sorry. The Jets are worse. The Giants are right there with you. Jacksonville's horrible. Detroit's as bad or worse. Come on, man. Let's see what those dudes do in good organizations. But it is what it is. Everybody's going to bitch and moan. They're going to call it black and white. It ain't a black and white thing. I want to see the best man play in a great organization too. But you know what? Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. He didn't bitch and moan about getting traded every fucking year. 
Warren Moon never won a fucking Super Bowl. He didn't give a shit about. He didn't bitch and moan about being on horrible fucking Houston Oilers teams for his whole career. Then got traded late to Minnesota in his in his career. I mean, it's a different deal, man. Cats didn't have those options. Troy Aikman went 0-15 his first year, fucking won three Super Bowls. He didn't ask for a fucking trade after having a horrible fucking deal and firing his coach and looking for a new coach. And Did he bitch about the coach they got? I don't know, man. I just think it's a lot of... Cats don't... They can't handle hostility. They can't handle adversity. No, they can't do it no more. It, it's not being taught anymore. Adverse situations is what makes us who we are. It refines us. It defines us. And it helps us fucking grow some fucking hair on our nuts, drops our nuts, and develops tough skin. Because everything's not sunshine and rainbows, man. Sometimes you might have to be in a fucking dogfight in an alley defending your wife, your girl, your daughter, something. What are you going to do? Time out. Please don't jump us, don't stab us, don't shoot us. Nah, motherfucker, we're going to find a way to get out this motherfucking mess. But we don't got that no more. We don't have no adversity challenging fucking people. We can't challenge adversity no more. It's all tap out, get out, get in, get a new place, go somewhere new, start over. I don't want to hear about the bad. I just want to hear good. I'm too soft to engage in the fucking real truth because the truth hurts everyone. Colin Cowherd's hurt. The truth hurt him. That Aaron Rodgers rather speak to Pat McAfee than his fucking ass. The truth hurt him. The truth hurt Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Clark and all these motherfuckers, Dan Orlovsky, because it's a they go right to it's a black thing. That the enemy's not a coach. That Deshaun has to stay in Houston. Nobody gave a fuck about Tony Banks back in the day. Fucking Warren Moon. Doug Williams. How about my brother that, that was better than Terry Bradshaw? No, I don't hear I don't hear him. He could have had seven rings. Nobody talks about him. Oh, was it too early? They were the trendsetters, right? So those guys, I bet you money if you ask those guys. Jim Brown, Ernie Davis. Henry Aaron, Hank Aaron, rest in peace. They would tell you to suck it up and have some fucking adversity because we went through it and did this shit for you. Now you want to fucking tap out on every time situation gets tough and bail out and go check out something and get something new. By the way, Colin Cowherd's left how many fucking stations and companies? Wonder why. Wonder fucking why. Should look into that. Can't handle adversity. Truth hurts. He wants to cry about Pat McAfee doing some good shit now. A motherfucker that's real and and fucking gives you the real and actually does YouTube. See, cat like Colin Cowherd will knock him for doing YouTube thinking that's that's all. That's, That's amateur hour. You're on YouTube and shit. No, because he does real shit on YouTube where they can cuss and be themselves and not have to worry about a suit like your ass having to answer to a fucking suit. And, you know, my dad always told me, man, 
you know, do what you fucking want to do and chase your dreams or you'll work for some motherfucker who did chase their dreams. I don't knock him at all doing what he does. And uh, I love it. And, uh, you know, is what it is. Pat McAfee had me on his show. Colin Cowherd turned me down. I didn't ask for Colin Cowherd, but I was supposed to go on Colin Cowherd and find and, he, and come to find out through the word. I've heard through words of different people that he thought I was just too rough around the edges. To me, that tells me enough of what I need to know. That's not give, I'm not mad at him for this situation and talking shit because he didn't have me on his show. I'm real enough to let you guys all know that's what happened. At the same time, though, that tells you that a square is a square and a circle is a circle. And sometimes you fucking need to understand that you are what you do, not what the fuck you say you do. Let's be sure. Let's, under, let's make sure that you understand. We are what we do, not what we say we do. Kirk Herbstreet has to apologize every fucking time he fucks up because his ass fucks up. I don't apologize. I don't look back in the mirror. I don't look, in, I don't look behind me. I'm not going that way. I don't apologize for graduating more players than anyone in the motherfucking history of JUCO. I'm not apologizing for getting more guys Division One than any other coach in the history of JUCO. I'm not apologizing for cussing motherfuckers out to save their lives because I never had a kid get kicked out or go to jail after they leave my program. You only apologize when you steal, lie, and cheat. Because you are who you are, not who the fuck you say you are. Colin Cowherd is who he is. Kirk Herbstreet is who he is. Let's be real about it. The truth hurts everyone. The Slapdick Podcast is also brought to you by Kansas City Steaks. Hey, I'm telling you, Super Bowl's next weekend. Not this, but next weekend. Make sure you guys order some Kansas City Steaks. They are legit. I got four of them. They just sent me on dry ice. They send you in in a fucking styrofoam deal with dry ice. Be careful. Don't touch the dry ice. Don't put your tongue or dick on the dry ice either, you slapdicks. With the new year comes new ton games. Uh, tons of new big games and sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Call, Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25, fellas. $25 on combos, perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. Mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Man, that shit gets my dick hard. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Slapdickinc.com. Check it out. My website. I got my whiskey and my cigars on there. Um, and, uh, you know, it, my, my whiskey, man, is a, uh, 
people love it, man. It's, it's really doing well online. We're trying to get in stores uh, by March, especially in the Midwest. Um, we look to be in stores. So stay tuned for that. Um, check out my website, man, for my for my dog updates, man. JB's Bullies, B-U-L-L-Y-S dot com. JB's Bullies dot com. And check that out. And, uh, and you know, um, check it out. Go from there. And like I said, uh, I think one of my females is pregnant. And like I said, I'll be, still, I'll be having stogie puppies. And uh, I've already been, I've already been offered uh, by a lot of people. Uh, people want to put deposits down, so I'll let you everybody know what's going on with Stogie's uh, first litter. Um, but anyway, so you got this fucking shitbird Wheeler, this this third string old lineman from the Seahawks. In this situation, he beats a black female up. Um, you know, basically almost to death. The story is because he wouldn't bow down to her. Apparently, the motherfuckers was beat her so bad she was out, and he was just continued to eat. She got up, and he asked her, "Oh shit, you're not dead? Just nonchalant as can be." Now that's a problem, obviously, right? You know those type of cats, in my opinion, because if it's my daughter or somebody like that, you know he's not going to be living, and I'm going to go to jail. I mean, that's just real. It's not a threat. It's just a reality. And you know the problem is. You know, this is not the first time this motherfucker's done it. Let's keep it real. How many times has this been pushed under the rug? My point to my tweet yesterday, where all these fucking idiots respond. Well, he's a third string coach. It's not the same as Ray Rice or Tyreek Hill or Kareem Hunt. They were videoed. It fucking doesn't matter if it's videoed. How many motherfucking white privileged situations do we have where the motherfucker committed a horrendous crime out on bail the same day and we got brothers out here, Hispanics out here, motherfuckers of color who still a piece of pizza who fucked up, maybe starving, maybe trying to get food for their kid, who knows, and can't even get bail. That's not an issue, right? That's that's the same thing, right? No, that motherfucker had it prior. Shut the fuck up. Everybody got a fucking excuse to defend this motherfucking prima donna privileged fuck. See, if I'm a cat in the NFL and ever saw the cat again, he's getting his ass beat on sight. That's just me. Whether I'm on his team or off his team, if I see the motherfucker somewhere mutual, he's going to get his ass whooped. Number one. Number two, some motherfucker was like, well, coach, we don't know the situation and females can be shared. Hold time out, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if a female spits in your face, pisses in your mouth, and shits on your stomach. If you hit a female, you're a cowardly, bitch-made motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. It ain't equal. Science proves it. It ain't a fair fucking fight. Shut the fuck up. Walk away. It's a no-win situation. To beat a girl damn near to death is a whole nother cowardly type of act. Motherfucker, if it was me running the judge, and I'm the judge of this type of shit, he gets castrated and fucking hung out to dry out here and gets his ass whooped every day and buried under the fucking jail. JB, you're just talking. That's harsh. That's no way. Yeah, because you soft motherfuckers can't handle the truth. That's what's really should happen. Guess what that does? That eliminates the next motherfucker from doing it. 
But since we don't do that no more, we just accept it and just keep trying to say sorry and fucking help. Please help him. He has mental health. Help him. That's the new thing. It's going to be mental health. Want to bet? Want to bet money? That's mental health. And he'll get off. It's mental health. And then I'm going to talk and rebuke, rebuttal the fucking brothers that are going to talk shit saying that, well, when white cats do it, it's mental health. When brothers do it, it's you're fucking a criminal. Well, Delante West doesn't have mental health, but you guys said he did. He's fine now. He's fucking perfectly fine now after mental health put him on the street. But now Mark Cuban scoops him up, gives him a couple hundred G's, gets his life back in order. That motherfucker don't have mental health no more. How fucking ironic. Man, idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and fucking colors, and the truth hurts everyone when I say it. Ain't a black and white thing. It ain't a mental health thing. This motherfucker didn't make it this far having mental health, making millions of dollars. Delonte West didn't either. And I don't say that mental health don't exist. What I'm saying is read through the fucking lines and do some work and research and turn over some rocks. And let's really find out if these motherfuckers got mental health or they're just a weak-minded motherfucker who hits females and fucking smokes off all their money and then wants a handout again because the truth fucking hurts everyone. Man, I'm too real for these motherfuckers on this show. And I don't know if I could do that shit too much longer. Um, I just want to make sure that my, 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 uh, I got another sponsor, man. Just Live, Clay Thompson, um, Alex Morgan, Paul Rodriguez. Um, those guys are fucking doing it. Just Live, CBD oil, vitamin C pill, a rub, drops, uh, sleeping aid. It's good shit, man. Check it out. Hey, guys, it's a new year, and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis Pastrana here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Armchair. Use the code armchair, man. Just live. Check it out. Justlive.com and uh, follow my social media. I posted it. Uh, They got some good products, man. Um, Check it out. but anyway, Sam Bradford for Deshaun Watson doesn't make uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. People aren't talking about it. I don't know why. But um, you know, Houston's in rebuild anyway. Don't Houston needs a young quarterback? No, they don't. They're in rebuild any fucking way. They got a million motherfucking issues. A quarterback is there is there is one of them. It ain't all of them. Trust me. There's a lot of the fucking issues that are going on in Houston, and there's a lot going on in Detroit. There's a lot going on in New New York. Both New Yorks, and there's a lot going on in Jacksonville, and, and you know, hopefully, Urban go in there with 27 fucking picks and fucking bunch of shitload of cap money and go in there and fix it. But that's not gonna happen overnight either. 
in the NFL, it's not like JUCO. See, in JUCO, I could take the shittiest program in America, which I did, and win in year one, which I did. In the NFL, you, Rome's not built in a year or a day or a month. It takes time because you don't get to just go handpick a, a group of motherfuckers. You got to live with what you have, one, two, Try to make great decisions in the front office. Mind you, we're in a COVID year where there's no combine and you're going to have a lot of less film to evaluate. You're going to have a lot of less. You're going to have to turn over a lot of rocks to really evaluate some character flaws that you don't know nothing about because COVID happened and you don't know if these motherfuckers were in dorms partying during COVID and not listening to what the fuck they're supposed to do and being professional, which you're trying to get those type of players, right? And you don't know the true character and the true evaluations that's going to go into this because of all the unknown variables that are out there. You had a ton of opt-outs. You had a shitload of this, a shitload of that. You had to basically a JV football season. I've been saying it all year. And now Super Bowl's approaching. Um, you're going to have that. And, you know, everybody else is, is trying to gain ground on those two Super Bowl teams. And trying, to, and trying to come up with a solution to how we're going to get better in the draft, free agency, coaching, etc. Texans hire a 65-year-old cadaver. He's got maybe two or three years. Who the fuck in that locker room is going to listen to this dude? I understand he's a great dude, been around a long time, probably knows more football than I've ever learned in his one pinky finger. That's just what it is. That doesn't mean anything no more because these cats are Want, they'll demand a trade on your ass in a New York minute. Deshaun Watson didn't talk to this motherfucker one time. He got the job and said what? He found out his quarterback is leaving, requesting to leave. The GM they hired didn't talk to Deshaun Watson yet in two weeks. That is a you problem, Houston. Houston, we have a problem. I'm just telling you. There's bigger fucking fish to fry than just a QB spot. But the truth hurts everyone, and you guys can't handle the truth. And, uh, uh, you know, he who dreads hostility is fucking unfit to rule. <laughs> you got to have some nuts, man, and guts in this profession, especially at the Q spot. We got too many motherfuckers so quick to leave. And it's at every sport, every profession, every sport, this whole just a new world we live in, man. That's just kind of how I can sum it up. And, uh, and you know, it's not just football, man. You know, we are we obviously know it's fucking James Harden and Kyrie Irving's of the world and all these other soft motherfuckers, too. So it ain't just, you know, it ain't just fucking Deshaun Watson. I'm not trying to pick on Deshaun Watson. I love Deshaun Watson. I love Lamar Jackson. I don't believe they're elite QBs in the NFL. Now... I didn't say Daniel Jones is better than Deshaun Watson. I didn't say Sam Darnold's better than Deshaun Watson. What I'm saying is, if you fuckers listen, it's unfair to just say Deshaun Watson should be allowed out and not Sam Darnold or fucking Daniel Jones or to say trade them in the whole house for Deshaun Jackson. No. Those guys have been in horrible fucking organizations too. And I think Daniel Jones and fucking Sam Darnold are fucking NFL quarterbacks and they are pretty damn good and I believe they can win. But we'll never know. So
the truth hurts. Why are we so quick to fucking just say, oh, Deshaun Johnson gets out. They didn't get the, he didn't get Eric Bieniemy, man. Fuck, let's, he's crying, man. He didn't get the coach he wanted. Oopie fucking do. Sorry. Go tell the frontline worker at Walmart that that motherfucker didn't get his $2 raise either. Can he just fucking up and leave and, and, tra- and ask for a trade to fucking Costco? Nope. He can't because he has bills to pay and fucking mouths to feed, I'm sure. But we got these enabled fucks that are so quick to fucking leave. They can't lead no real fucking team. I I wouldn't want to go to battle with these motherfuckers. But see, I'm old school, cut from a different cloth. And I wanted motherfucking rider dies leading my brigade. We got motherfuckers that are quick to tap out and bounce out and bow out. And get the fuck out for the first thing smoking because it got a little tough. And I got yelled at. And I'm entering. You know, the quarterback at the University of Miami, he's a Southern California kid. Went to Bishop Gorman in Vegas. Didn't want to compete in California. Tells you one thing. A, right? Alarm A goes off. B, goes to Bishop Gorman, Vegas. Goes to Ohio State. Plays sparingly. Ohio State gets Justin Fields. This kid transfers, enters the portal, boom, goes to another Power Five, and he goes to fucking Miami. He's barely played at Miami in two years, and guess what? He entered the transfer portal again. His name's Tate Martell. He enters the, the, the transfer portal this year again, and he opted out this season. Oh, that's a shocker, and um, didn't want to compete, I'm sure, and didn't want to risk losing another year of eligibility because he couldn't start over the guy who's starting, right, who was a transfer, by the way. Um, so he has two years. This is what I would do. But I see, that's why you're lucky I'm not the NCAA commissioner because I'd fix all this shit. First of all, you'd have a commissioner for football, number one. There's a huge issue with not having a fucking football commissioner, number one. Number two, how about you tell everybody you can transfer one time if you want to do this portal fucking soft bitch ass shit, right? All right, you can transfer once. But anytime after that, you lose a year of eligibility. You would eliminate half the drama because Tate Martell has entered the portal twice, hasn't played anywhere, and... What NFL team would want to fucking pick this dude? Like, when is your parents and coaches going to get a hold of you and say, listen, son, if you can't play at Miami behind a 5'10 QB, the transfer from Houston, you're not going to be able to play in the NFL. I'm sorry to break it to you, Tate Martell, and all you other motherfuckers that are scared to play at Big-time universities who transfer? Let's eliminate the problem at the root and at the fucking grassroots level in NCAA put a kibosh to the transfer shit by eliminating multiple transfers. You may have an issue being resolved right there. You're allowing these fucks to transfer wherever they want, whenever they want. Or how about you just allow grad transfers only? Which still don't make sense to me. I mean, if you're there that long, why the fuck are you leaving? But anyway, that's just another 
deal, man. I'm just telling you that was that's if JB was a commissioner. Obviously, I won't be. I won't never be. Uh, they're, they're too real for these motherfuckers. Um, that's just like me being a D1 coach. They're, they're scared, right? They're too scared to have a real motherfucker. That's like Pat McAfee, right? Cats are scared to have Pat McAfee. Um, why Monday Night Football don't hire Pat McAfee? I mean, I don't know. Just imagine me and Pat together calling XFL games. How about that shit? But, you know, who knows? Um, he who dreads hostility is unfit to rule. Just being real. The truth hurts everyone, man. Unfortunately, we have a lot of soft-skinned motherfuckers out there that just hightail it the fuck out on the first time there's some adversity. First inclination of a fucking rocky fucking... Rocky Waters, we got to get the lifeboat, get helicoptered out, get the fuck going. Some of you guys are going to find out there's no options to leave soon in life. Real life situations are going to hit you in the mouth. You're going to be like, fuck, why can't I get out of this alley with three motherfuckers jumping me and my girl? I don't know. Maybe because you fucking... Bowed out of every single hard situation you've ever had in your fucking life. How about that? Maybe that's why. Maybe your parents haven't really fucking slapped you across the fucking face and told you to shut the fuck up and fucking nut it up. Maybe your coaches have enabled the fuck out of you and allowed you to transfer four fucking times. High school, college, regardless of or otherwise. It ain't the kids that are the issue, fellas. It's the parents and the coaches. Let's just be real. But the truth hurts everyone. And nobody can handle the truth because it's not politically correct anymore. You can't say those things. You can't say that no more. Shit, I wish, I sure wish, I sure am glad I was raised when I was raised, man. I am glad I drank out of a hose. I am fucking glad I had to go in when the street lights hit. Shit, I had no choice. If I didn't go in, I might have got shot. I'm fucking glad I went outside and played after school. I'm fucking glad we played tackle football in the street. And I'm glad I had to earn every fucking thing I ever got. Wouldn't want it any other way. No regrets here. Take the rearview mirror out your car. Quit looking back. It deters you from looking ahead. I ain't going that way, so why the fuck am I going to look back? Hey, man, be safe, be healthy. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Best fight of God, man, I'm just telling you. Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you, 
Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make you?